The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Aaron Hawksworth, and Jim Rodriguez here with you. Joining us now is Michael Leboff, host of the Line Change podcast, here to talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, at the Big Lebowski. All right, Michael, so the Stars staved off elimination last night. Is there any chance that they can come back and make history and win the Western Conference playoffs? Yeah, I, I guess there is. Um, it's obviously still pretty, pretty tall, tall task for them. But um, one thing uh, about the series that's been surprising is that uh, Vegas has gotten the better goaltending out of Aiden Hill than Dallas has out of Jake Ottinger. I think before the series, everyone assumed it would be the opposite. So the more opportunities that Dallas creates to turn uh, to to allow Hill to kind of fall back down to earth. Uh, the more paths that open up. Uh, so we'll see. I think, you know, Saturday is uh, is obviously a huge one because the the pressure then starts to really ramp up on Vegas if, if Dallas could steal that one on the road. So, uh, yeah, I'd say there's a path here. It's it's obviously still unlikely. What, yeah, what is your overall assessment of Ottinger? Because, you know, one minute he's getting pulled and, you know, he's terrible at the worst time, and then he has 37 saves. Is it just – the experience or is, is the moment too big for him? Cause a lot of people were talking about, Oh, you, maybe you should put some money on Ottinger for Con Smythe not too long ago. Yeah, that was kind of the narrative around Dallas was rather than, you know, before the playoffs, if you wanted to bet Dallas to win the Stanley cup, you might as well just bet Ottinger to win the Con Smythe because they're not going to do it without him. And yeah, I think what we're seeing with him is that so many people put a lot of stock into what we saw out of him last playoffs. He was he was sensational 
uh, in that series against Calgary, which they ended up losing uh, in seven. But they were so badly outplayed that without Ottinger, you could have made an argument that that would have been a sweep. A sweep. But yeah, that 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 performance didn't really translate into a, a blood and thunder show into the regular season. He was good, not like elite. And I think his reputation kind of just exceeded where he's actually at in his career. He's only 23. So he'll, mm-hmm. you know, goaltending such a volatile position. I'm sure that he's, he's clearly a talented guy and looks like he's on his way to being a top 10 goalie in the league, but it's just, I think people kind of put the cart before the horse because of what they saw in a seven game sample over a year ago. Hey, Michael, just in the NBA, they say it, as the series goes on, the, the, the total of points scored tends to go down. Looking ahead to game five in Vegas uh, over at BetMGM, five and a half is the total. Does that theory hold in hockey as well? Do you, do you see that more of, a, of under that five and a half? Or what do you expect in terms of offense for both sides in game five? Yeah, it's, it's definitely something you see. Um, in, in hockey as well, as, as the series gets into the deep end of the pool, uh, the refs tend to call less penalties, which means less power plays. Uh, people don't want to make mistakes. It's just naturally teams will play a little more conservatively. And uh, there's a, you know, especially in game sevens, our, our, co- our colleague Stucky here at Action Network, he, he always updates his tracker about game seven unders. And uh, I know we're not there yet, but as, as you get into these elimination games, it, it usually there's usually value going to the under um, bookmakers of course know this, uh, which is why you see these lower totals compared to what we saw during the regular season. But uh, yeah, if, if you're looking at the total here, I, I would say it's under or nothing uh, just with the way these games have played out. And, and now the fact that we're, we're getting towards the, uh, the business end of this, this best of seven. Jason Robertson had a couple of goals for the stars. Uh, he's been interesting these playoffs and in that he's someone who had a lot of expectations coming in, really hasn't per- lived up to them for the most part. And then last night he certainly did. Right now, as far as Con Smythe's concerned, he's 60 to one, which I think is in due, because, in due to the stars trailing three games to one in the Western Conference Finals. At the same time though, how important will Robertson be if the Stars actually do make a run in all of this? Yeah, he's uh, he's proven how important he is, right? Like they, he starts, he's, he scores twice, they end up winning. Um, like you said, he he kind of got off to a slow start. To to win the Con Smite, it's it's still asking maybe a little too much because he's got to not only do the Stars have to come back and win the series, but then he's also got to catch. Uh, his teammate Rope Hintz. So uh, if you do like Dallas to come back here, uh, Hintz is, you can now find Hintz at like 66 to one. He's, he's longer odds than both Pavelski and Robertson uh, to win the Conn Smythe. And this guy was among the favorites um, after the, the stars beat the Kraken uh, in game seven. So Hintz to me is, is now playable, especially, you know, if, if you are looking for a way to, to bet the stars uh, come back. I mean, this series has been so interesting. Three of the four games going to overtime, one goal gains, except for that game three, which was a 4 nothing shutout. How, how do you see this game script going for game five? Uh, I, I, I think that it, the kind of – it's funny that this series has been – games one, two, and four have looked very similar. And those obviously those are the games that have gone to overtime – 
game three completely off script because of an early goal. And then Jamie Ben kind of lost his cool for a little bit. Um, the kind of common wisdom here would be that it, it will look a lot like games one, two, and four. That said, because of that, you'll probably find that betting value bucking that narrative and going the other way and thinking, okay, I'm, you know, I'll, let me bet into a, a blowout, whether it's Dallas to blow, blow out Vegas or Vegas to blow out Dallas. I think everyone's going to assume that this is going to be a very tight, low event game, uh, which means that all the derivatives off of a route, uh, whether it's puck lines, alternate puck lines, alternate totals, uh, they'll, they'll have value. Uh, will, will they hit? Probably not. But if you're looking just from a value perspective, going mm-hmm against the common narrative uh, is, is a way to find, to find betting value, especially, you know, in, in these kind of bigger games, right? This is going to be the only hockey game on the night. Uh, it's the, the other series is wrapped. So uh, there's, there should be a good amount of money in this, um, in this game. And if you can just go against where you think that money is going to show up, you should be able to find some good numbers. I love that. Hey, Michael, uh, talking about that other series the, the Panthers sweep uh, Carolina, win the Eastern Conference, second trip for them to the Stanley Cup Finals in their franchise history. Where, you know, it's always that rust, you know, rust versus rust debate. If, if you're Florida, do you want this thing to end? Because obviously if, if, if Vegas wins, Stanley Cup uh, final starts Wednesday. If Dallas wins, we know it's going to start a week from Saturday. Would Florida be favored against any of these two teams, even though they're the eighth seed? I think it's going to be very close to a pick no matter what the matchup is. Um, the Panthers are they've, – they've earned everybody's respect. I think the fact that Carolina was minus 130-ish, even though they had home ice advantage, kind of tells you uh, the respect that Florida's getting, and then they go ahead and sweep them. They've got the, the hot goalie. Um, and I think that's why, if I'm a Panthers fan, I know people will say, oh, you want this to go seven and these teams to beat up on each other. I would say the opposite. I'd want them to play. If if Vegas wins, the, the game one of the Stanley Cup will be Wednesday. If Vegas loses on Saturday, it'll uh, automatically be a, a, a week from another week for Florida to wait. So, with a goalie like Bobrovsky, who's just locked in, I want I would want to get back on the ice immediately. So, I, if I'm a Panthers fan, I'd be I'd be rooting for uh, Vegas, even if you think it's a tougher matchup, just because I want to get Bobrovsky back out there. I don't want him to to lose his rhythm. So. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be pretty close to a pick no matter who, but if I'm a Panthers fan, I want to get this thing going. As far as Bobrovsky is concerned, he's been on an absolute heater, and perhaps it was unexpected given how the Panthers performed during the regular season. But if you had to put percentages on Bobrovsky's play in the playoffs, how much of it do you think is his skill, and how much of it do you think is just luck? Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yeah, I think it's uh, he's. I mean, he's a goalie with a funny reputation because for from for like the last part of the last decade, those last three or four seasons, he was the best goalie in the league. And then he signed a huge contract, and 
was never going to live up to it, and his reputation kind of cratered, and, and his play was inconsistent. But he would be a goalie that showed flashes, uh, you know, two or three games during a regular season where he, he was on his game. And um, so you know that you know that his talent and his pedigree is there, and now it's just that he's been able to click into it uh, for a longer period of time uh, than we've seen since he's joined Florida from, from Columbus. So I think it's, you know, this is just an incredibly talented goalie who was one of the best in the league, if not the best for, for quite some time. And, uh, like I said earlier, like goaltending goal so volatile that it's not all that shocking when, when a goalie just does this, whether it's a goalie that just comes out of nowhere and gets hot, someone like Aiden Hill, or it's a goalie like, like Bobrovsky who just completely regains his form. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's just, he's, this is a, a guy who was underestimated, which is funny to say because he's one of the highest paid players in the league. Who do you think, um, you know, has been better, Bob or Kachuk? Well, I'd like to say Kachuk because I, I bet him when, when they were down uh, 3-2 to the Bruins to win the, the Conn Smythe at 80-1. to and uh, But, I mean, Woo! if – Yes, nice. but that's – unfortunately, unfortunately, Bobrovsky's ruined that. I, I, I don't – I actually think that Bobrovsky is – has a chance to, to win this Conn Smythe even if the Panthers um, – lose in the Stanley Cup, whether no matter who wow. they lose to, because if you look at uh, if you look at Dallas and Vegas, it's it's much more of a you know I know Hints has had a great postseason, but uh, the the production's kind of started to spread out a little bit for the Stars. Like we were talking about, Robertson's got hot. Pavelski scored some big goals. Haskinen's been great uh, for for Vegas. Eichel's been awesome, sure, but like Jonathan Marshall got has gotten hot. Um, Aiden Hill, of course, is turning into a story. And then Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone are doing their thing. So, like, it's just not as, um, you know, cut and dry between those two teams. So, if they beat Florida and, let's say, you know, Bob plays really well and they just lose in six or seven, it could be like what we saw with uh, Jay Ashagare and, and Ron Hexall, where the losing goalie actually wins the con spice because he's, he's been far and away the best player in this playoffs. So, um, it's an angle to keep an eye on. Like, if Florida goes down 3-2 in the Stanley Cup – Bobrovsky's constant my thoughts might lengthen to a part point where you you'd want to buy back in. I'm always interested, Michael, when, when you have these, like the Conn Smythe, you know, like a Super Bowl MVP, you know, it tends to always go to a quarterback. And, and I was looking by positions, and the goalie is the second most awarded position of the Conn Smythe, but we've only had a one goalie win it in the last 10 years and six in this century. Is there is there a, a position that, that one should focus in on other than the obvious? I mean, obviously Bob's been on his head for the last couple of weeks. Is there an angle to go from there with that? Yeah, it seems pretty rare uh, that that it doesn't go to like the the number one center for for a team or or you know if it's if you got like a a winger who's just red hot, I guess. But um, if if it's if it's not going to be Bobrovsky, like this thing kind of opens up completely. Uh, let's just say for he, he gets hurt in game one or something. And uh, then things just like completely open up. I, I think a lot of people would just say it'd be Kachuk as, as Florida's biggest star, but it it's a little, it's just different from looking at it uh, from like a Super Bowl MVP position. Cause you're supposed to take in the entire playoff performance. Uh, I don't think betters, I mean, voters really do a great job of that, but uh, it, it does kind of convolute things, uh, which is I think why, 
you don't see many goalies win it, which is, you know, because they'll see maybe a goalie has like a bad game in, in a Stanley Cup final series. And all of a sudden the, the voters are like, hey, I'm done with him. I'm, I'm moving on to the next one. So it's, it's a very strange award uh, to get into the head of the voting. Uh, the voters for because they they are supposed to take in you know two months worth of work rather than just what they're seeing in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, and it's we certainly were not a bad idea. Yesterday, yeah. Sorry, Ed, and yeah. I was talking about how there have been players from the losing team who have won this like five times. So don't don't count that out. <laughs> uh, and, and like the last one we saw was J.S. Shaguer. There's a very famous picture of him you know, getting the Smythe trophy in while he's crying. So, you know, maybe it's another situation like that. Wow. If uh, you had to pick a team to hoist the Stanley Cup right now, which one do you have? I actually think that it, it would be Florida. I, I, I would have some concerns with their um, matchup actually against Dallas because, you know, Florida still, as a team, just, because we're spending so much time talking about their goalie, which means that uh, the defense probably isn't playing all that great. If you're asking your goaltender to, to play as well as Bobrovsky has, uh, you you might have struggle to slow guys like Hints, like that top line down for for Dallas. Whereas, you know, Vegas, I think you know they're a little more kind of pragmatic and and plotting um, with their offensive approach. So. I wouldn't hate that matchup as much for Florida. So with 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 Florida already clinched and and looking like they'll take on Vegas, I I would say Florida to me uh, would be my pick. Good stuff there, Michael Lebov, host of the Line Change podcast. Thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go back to the hardwood and talk about the Eastern Conference Finals as the Celtics force it back to Miami for a Game Six right here on the BetQL Network.